This episode contains adult language, mature situations, insane violence, mind-altering prosthetics, mascot heads, indecipherable characters, depressing elements, and fujitsu. Uh, anyway, listener discretion is advised. Spire and Mong Review, episode 361, Smokin' Parade. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Mong Review. I'm your host Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Hey, it's Greta. Back again for another fun-filled episode of this wonderful podcast. I hope you guys have been doing well. We've been chilling out. As you've noticed, we've been releasing podcasts like there's no tomorrow. But if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spyrokin is a podcast that provides foreign reviews about connectedly enhanced narratives. Every episode, we talk about one or two manga tiles and tell you the pros and cons about it. How the art style is, the overarching characters, the plot, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that we say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, uh, insightful, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Spotify, YouTube, iPod Music, Apple Music, and various other social media sites. You just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-E-N.com and you'll find us. Or just type in Spirekin. And remember to like and follow us. And if you want to do something kind of cool... Go to tinyurl.com forward slash H-E-L-P-X-A-N. Help Zan. That goes to our Apple Podcast site. And you can leave a note and a comment and just leave us a, more importantly, a rating. Kind of like putting a tip in the chip jar. Kind of fun. So, with that in mind, let's get to it. Hope you guys have been doing well. We have been kind of keeping busy, going crazy. I've been reading manga like, well, I've been reading different manga series. Reading a lot of my old stuff. Trying to get to the new stuff and trying to read as much as I can. And especially because this one, well... Let's get to our review for that in a bit. But first we have manga news. And that part's going to be something which is kind of interesting because a lot has happened. First off, Kodansha Comics has been re- has released their official licensing for the next couple of months. First off, we have Sailor V Eternal Edition. If you're a fan of Sailor Moon, which Greta is not, uh, you'll be a fan of the old Sailor V, which is the predecessor to Sailor Moon. Eventually Sailor V will become Sailor... Venus, but beforehand she's just Sailor V, a girl who's a magical girl who fights evil criminals with her cat, Artemis. This is the Eternal Edition, which means it's going to be an omnibus. Kind of intriguing, don't know. Next release Kodansha has is Ghost in the Shells, The Human Algorithm. Now, this is a series where Bato is the main character because the Major has disappeared. So it's more about Bato show. Now, you saw Ghost in the Shell, right? Yes, loved it. So it's all about Bato, not about the Major. So the guy with the circle, circle camera eyes. Oh, okay. So it could be good. He's actually the better character. Yes. I'm curious. Now the big one, which I'm excited for, is Mashima's Heroes. The ultimate crossover with characters from all over the Hero Mashima universe. So you have characters from Fairy Tale, Rave Master, Eden Zero, and all these other series coming together to create a super manga. Super manga. So essentially like Isekai Quartet, but with shonen characters. Okay. I'm kind of intrigued and kind of horrified at the same time. I don't know if it's going to be good or not. Could be epic. You have a series called Orient by Shinobu Otaka, and that's a series about uh, two kids in a world where monsters rule over everything and they're going to fight the man. This takes place in the Orient. I'm kind of intrigued and also kind of don't know. The next one is called Sachi's Monstrous Appetite. It's about a it's written by Chomonoran. It's about a guy named Maki. He loves his older classmate, 
named Sachi, who's tall and pretty, and every day he makes her yummy, yummy food. However, turns out Sachi is a monster Mm. called the Watari, and she's hanging out with him not because she wants to eat the food. Because she wants to eat him? Yes, and so she likes, she thinks he smells delicious. However, she's a a Watari that eats other Watari, so she's going to protect him and fight the urge to eat him. This sounds horrific. Sounds like... It's like a damned romance. Like, I love you, but I want to eat you. It's like... Sounds like Twilight. Mm, maybe. Kinda. Actually, yeah, actually does sound like Twilight. Never mind. You have Shikimori's Not Just Cute. It's an interesting shoujo series where you have a guy with a beautiful, wonderful, sweet, cute, nice girlfriend who's the sweetest thing ever. But at certain times, the right circumstances, she becomes cool and dark. And she kicks ass. So this is a series that's kind of like a, hey, she's got an alternate personality and the boyfriend likes her alternate personality more than her. I don't know. Then you have those not-so-sweet boys by Yoko Nogiri. It's about a girl who finds who likes all the tough boys in her school and then finds out that they have an alternate lifestyle. So I'm confused and interested. I'm like, is it that they, like, at home they're nice and they do their laundry? Are they gay? I don't know. It's apparently a very popular shoujo series. I am intrigued, though. Next one is a lot of fun. You have, by Hidekichi Matsumoto, you have With a Dog and a Cat, Every Day is Fun. This is an autobiographical story about him dealing with his dog and his cat and how they drive him happy. I It seems, I don't know, I can't get my mind out of the Junji Ito cat story where he was like, it's a, he's a horror manga, his wife looks like a horrible thing and he's afraid of the cat, but he's like, I want to give you loving kitty, I pick you up and the cat's running away, he's terrified. Although, if you own a pet, that's not an unusual encounter. Very true. And finally, from Kodansha, you have The Pretty Boy Detective Club, The Dark Star That Shines On You Alone by Nishi Ocean. It is a light novel that's about a pretty boy detective club. Is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? I don't know. We'll find out. Now, the other bit of licensing news is that Dark Horse is licensed three new mangas. And the first one is going to be a lot of fun, and I'm excited to check it out, because you know what's special about this manga? Huh. It's easy, and it's breezy. Ah, Izuken! Yes, keep your hands off Izuken. It's going to be three volumes, and I'm intrigued to see how different it's going to be from the anime. I mean, are we going to see more of the conniving natures of certain characters? Are we going to see Asakusa's insanity and see more of the art style and more sketchy? Or is it going to look more just like a manga? I don't know. I mean, part of me wonders if all the sketching scenes are just going to be pictures of her notebook instead of them actually interacting with the world. Or is it going to be more of her in the world in like a sketch-drawn airplane? That would be kind of cool. But it's going to look like just a manga. Now the other one is Mob Psycho 100 Regen, another spinoff of Mob Psycho. If you're a fan of the series, check it out. And then last by Dark Horse, they're doing a deluxe edition of Blade of the Immortal. And I think this is the third deluxe edition they've done for Blade of the Immortal. So, yeah. If you're a fan of the story of a man trying to get revenge... For a girl while maintaining the fact that he will not die until he kills 1,000 evil people. Yeah. Well, there you go. Crazy series. Now, in other news, first off, on April 22nd, Taro Yaba, the creator of Oyasan Tuboku, is launching a new manga about his father. 
He's entitling it Boku no Otosan, or My Father. It's about his childhood and relationship with his dad, who is a picture book author named Mitsunori Yabe, and it looks like it's a picture book. So he's kind of taking influence from his dad, and I'm kind of intrigued by this, because some of the biographical ones are a lot of fun, and they're also getting into the head of the mangaka. Uh, another one, um, on April 21st, Batum creator Junya Inoue is launching a new manga called Kaiju Jitai Ten, or Monster Self-Defense Force. Apparently a world where the monsters have taken over, and now we're fighting against them with the SDF. Or the MSDF. I don't know. Giant monsters in a world... Could be cool. Could be terrible. Some of the bigger news. Unfortunately, Free Comic Book Day this year has been postponed. No. It's now this summer. Boo earns. They're still having it. Yeah, but it's no longer May. It's now the end of the month. It's not May the 4th. It will return to May Ooh. the 4th. Other big news about comics and manga... Diamond Comic Distributors is stopping shipment of all products, especially new products, due to COVID-19. This is currently, it is, um, what is the word when you're not going to, it's been immediately stopped and there's no look for the future. Now this sucks because a lot of companies deal with Diamond. We're talking about Marvel Comics, DC Comics, a lot of manga authors. They all go through Diamond Comics, so it's like, this is going to kill a lot of comic shops, and it's going to... Yeah, but I, I think, like, everybody's hurting <coughs> right now. Okay. Yeah. I'm honestly hoping that a lot of bookstores, they, in Amazon, still deals with the publishers so that we don't lose this. I mean, Diamond Distributing, they're kind of ripoff artists, so... Ooh, I should not say that because they give me free... You know what? I'm going to be quiet now. <laughs> Diamond Distributing is awesome. They, it's understandable. And finally, the last bit of real news. Well, two more news. First off, last two bits of news. First off, Bleach, the anime, is finally... In the, Bleach has been done for a while. However, the final story arc in Bleach that they completely skipped over is finally getting an anime adaptation. So the Thousand Year Blood War arc is finally coming to anime. It's been like 10 years since the last... Bleach, so I don't know if it's going to be good or not. If they're going to get the original voice actors, I have no idea. I am though intrigued, though, because it is a good story arc. Hmm. And then finally, the third annual Anime Japan Convention's poll for most favorite potential anime adaptations was announced, despite the fact that the anime convention was canceled. So they had everyone vote. They were going to release it at the convention. The convention was canceled. And then they officially just said, you know what? Screw it. We're going to release the results. And I've got to say, the results for the manga they want adapted into anime are pretty cool. The first one is one that everyone's talking about, Chainsaw Man. No one's really interested in that. Uh, well, honestly, a lot of people are interested in The next one is one I'm interested in, The Apothecary Diaries. The story of a food taster in a kingdom who's obsessed with poisons. She likes when she gets poisoned. She gets off on it. She's like, ooh, that's a new poison. I got to write that in her little notebook. And she just, she's like, she's someone who I'm pretty sure if you cut her vein and poured it into the local water supply, she would kill everybody. But it's a romance story and it's really weird, but it's kind of fun. Now, number eight is the one that I wanted to, a live action adaptation, not an anime adaptation. And there is a live action adaptation as a commercial. It's a story of a man who does his best for his wife. Even though he's also a former... Oh, the house husband? Way of the house husband. You have 
Tasuketsu, pretty cool series. You have Act Age, Spy X Family, which is weird. It's about a really creepy dude from a kingdom that's going to go into a high school pretending to be a psychiatrist to spy on his family. You have The Dangers in My Heart, Oni-chan wa Oshimai. You have My New Boss is Goofy. And then the number one manga that everyone wants to have adapted into a live action or an anime. Komi Can't Communicate. Which is a weird manga that we reviewed a couple of months ago about a girl who's not able to talk because she writes all her stuff down because she's too shy. And then you have all these other characters with different verbal problems. One guy who doesn't trust everybody. One guy who trusts everybody too much. One person who constantly lies. One person who talks in rhyme. Weird series could be fun, could be strange. So, that's the news for this week. It's kind of fun. A little blah, I think. But, I'm intrigued. We'll see what happens next week, especially with everything going on. A lot of news is like a lot of... And I did skip out a lot of this manga's ending, this manga's ending, because a lot of mangas are ending or, or just going on hiatus, but with everything going on right now, I think that more things are being created is much more interesting than final story arcs going over the same ones over and over again. Yes, true. Right? So, let's get to the other part of our our news and other part section, our releases for this week. And these are things you can get online or digitally. And I gotta say, for the end of the month of May, March, we've got some good ones. And I gotta say, some are... Greta approved, and some are horrific and sad. First off, you have 86, Volume 4, The Light Novel. You have bottom-tier character Tomozaki, Volume 3, The Light Novel. That's a Isekai where the character is useless. Like it. You have Bungo Stray Dogs, Volume 14. You have Cells at Work, Code Black, which we reviewed like three episodes ago. No, this is the one where it's, oh god, I have a burning... Uh, this is the the one about adult people. I think this one's about heart attacks now because the last chapter, volume three, is the guy went to cardiac arrest. I think they they're gonna like fix him up. I don't know. It's super educational and super fun. Well, the old one was. The new one is super dark because they talk about things like alcoholism. But you have Chio School Road, volume eight. You have Cosmo Familia, volume one. You have Devil's Line, Volume 14, which I'm surprised that Vampire series is still coming out, because vampires seem to no longer be the thing anymore. Um, you have Didn't I Say to Make My Abilities Average in the Next Life, the light novel, Volume 8, which is the reverse of an Izekai. It's not, I want to be all-powerful, it's I want to be normal, and they make her still all-powerful. Then you have, Do You Love Your Mom and Her Two-Hit Multi-Target Attack, Volume 5, the light novel. Slash manga. Yes, the story of... Oh, God. I don't like that one. I love the... The only thing I do love is that everything is called Mom. It's like, oh, this is Mamilia. That's the name of the city. And they trade in moms. And this is the country of Mama. And it's like, yeah, this, something's wrong with this manga. But next one I am excited for. Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash, the light novel, volume 12. I think I'm seven volumes in right now. You have If I Could Reach You, Volume 4. Next one is Kanasuba, An Explosion on This Wonderful World, Volume 4, the manga. For all you Kanasuba fans, which is a, um... We've never really talked about Kanasuba too much, but it's a series I'm not exactly a fan of because I think the main character is kind of whiny and the the goddess in it, I want to punch in the head. 
Like, okay. Well, like, tell us how you really feel, Zan. Think about it. Do you, do, did you like Aqua, Miss? I'm going to make fun of you and be mean to you. And then, oh, no, why are you doing this to me? No. Yeah, out of the Izakai Quartet series, they're my least favorite group. Uh, you have Living Room Matsunaga-san, Volume 2. You have Machi Maho. I messed up and made the wrong girl into a magical girl. Volume 5. That one's funny because it's just iron ironic. Uh, Magasuki, 11 through 13. You're just going in a straight omnibus. I don't know why. You have Masoku Tensei, Roxy Gets Serious, Volume 3, the manga. You have Skeleton Knight in Another World, Volume 3, the manga. Species Domain, Volume 8. Then you have the manga for Suppose a Kid from the Last Dungeon Boonies Moved to a Starter Town, Volume 1. I actually read the first light novel. You saw me reading it. It's yeah. actually not a bad manga, except for one tiny little thing, because it's not an Izakai. It's just, this is a care. it's it's a, a fantasy novel that's really creative. And it's done like kind of video game style, but a little weird, and some of the elements are a lot of fun. Some are kind of weird, though. But anyway, uh, last three mangas, you have The Dirty Way to Destroy the Goddess's Heroes, Volume 3, the light novel. The Irregular is at Magical High School, Volume 15, light novel. And finally, last and not least, a manga which should have ended... I don't know how many volumes ago. The Seven Deadly Sins, Volume 37. Wow. There are so many mangas and animes that are out. And I gotta say, some I'm really intrigued by and some I'm horrified by. Like, the ones that I'm interested in are... Suppose a Kid from the Last Dungeon, Boonies, Moved to Star Town, Volume 1. I'm definitely interested in Grimgar, Fantasy, and Ash. I'm interested in Machi Maho. And I'm gonna be interested in Code Black. Now... Were you interested in any of those that I talked about? Mm, the Izuken. Ah, it's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. And if you know the ones I'm not happy with, but which ones are you guys interested in? Email me, Zan at Spirekin.com. It's X-A-N at Spirekin.com. Let me know what you guys are interested in, what you guys want to talk about, what you guys are want to, want to buy or read digitally, or which ones do you think are an abomination on this world. Let me know. Or if I'm wrong, you disagree with me. So. He has been wrong before, folks. A couple times. Like, um, well, let's get to the review of the episode, shall we? And I'm kind of dreading this. I want to talk about everything else instead of the review, but let's get to it. So, if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, The Wheel of Manga. It dictated a manga that was written by Kataoko Jinsei and Kondo Kazuma. So. Konoma Kazuma Illustrated, and it was written by Kataoka Jinsei, the creator of Dead Man Wonderland. And you could tell with this series that there's a lot of elements that are similar to it. This original run was 2015 to present. It was released by Kadokawa Shoten, a.k.a. Yen Press. There are six volumes. It is an action sci-fi shonen series. And the name of it is Smokin' Parade. Oh, boy. So... How to explain Smoking Parade? Um, well, you take a manga, you write a, a, a violent shonen manga series where you make the first chapter completely coherent and make sense. And then, from then on, you take the rest of the chapters and you make it make less and less sense, where you can't even identify which character is which character, and you throw in a lot of blood and gore and violence, and generally when you have some kind of things making sense, it's really, really good, but this time, it just it you're starting to lose interest and you wonder who the hell is who. And like, this is kind of crappy, this is kind of weird. And while you have a lot of intrigue 
into it, it's not going to make up for the crap that's going on with it. Because the basic story makes sense and is cool, but when you can't identify with any of the characters, you don't give a shit about any of the other characters, or any of the characters in general, it makes it not an interesting manga. But let's get with the first chapter, which does make sense. So, our main character's name is Kakujo Yoko. He's a kid who's turning 15 years old. In a normal world where um, medical technology has increased dramatically, now they're able to transplant any organ possible. Heart organs, cuticle organs, fingers, legs. And his younger sister is someone who is a not a paraplegic, but lost both her legs. And she just had a surgery by this new company called the Ami Notori, the Reign of Birds, to get new legs. And she's happy. And he's super happy that things are going well. And now his whole deal is that his family has rules. His dad, his adopted dad, taught him a bunch of rules. And so he has a rule for everything. Like, one, if someone makes fun of you, don't make fun of them back. Two, if someone wrongs you, punch them in the face. Three, protect your family. Like, it's always, his, his thing is, a situation happens, he spouts out a rule. Like, uh, family rule number 25, don't pick your nose. Like that. And so, he is getting, he meets someone, gets into a little bit of an altercation. Meanwhile, his younger sister, who now can walk, is super happy. She's able to walk, and it's her, her big brother's birthday. So she is going to, for the first time ever, make him a cake. She's super happy she's going to make him a cake. And she's going to have some of her friends over. However... Turns out that some of the technology that was released by, well, like 4% of the technology from Ami Notori is designed to create people into things called spiders. It drives them crazy. And unfortunately, the little sister was driven crazy. And the next scene you see is her beat up her brother, take her brother, and so he wakes up, he's tied to a chair, and you see kind of the remnants of her friends there, and she's completely tweaked out and crazy. Say, are you happy with the cake I made you? I hope you really like it. I know it's going to be a little bit weird, but I think you'll really like it, even though I had to use parts of you. And then he realizes she cut off his arms and one leg and used it for his cake. And as she's starting to twitch out and freak out and go crazy, she starts changing. Like, suddenly her she forms a rabbit head over her head. Like a rabbit head appears over her head, like a mascot head. And she's going crazy and going to kill him. And he's still trying to talk to her and make sure everything's okay. Even though he, she just did horrible things to him. And then these guys break in. The heroes of the story. The jackalopes. They're this task force that's set on annihilating all spiders. The, which are the individuals who are affected by these organ transplants. And they're going to take care of his little sister. Now what does this guy do? This guy, does he scream? Does he cry? Does he beg them not to kill his sister? No. When they go to kill his little sister, even though his little sister has now gone crazy and evil... He jumps in front of one of their weapons and gets stabbed by it. And he says, rule number 13, no one hurts my little sister. And when she gets, he gets hurt, his little sister sees this and starts to remember that's her little brother or her big brother. And she kind of freaks out and says, oh my God, what have I done? And then she snaps out of, then she snaps and we don't know what happens. But next time you see him... He's now been adopted by the Jackalopes, and they're going to turn him into a new member of the Jackalopes. And they're going to fight and kick ass. Not really. It's just kind of, from this point on, we don't know where any of the characters are. They kind of give them names, but you can't focus on any of them. Like, there's the one who's kind of being his senpai, who has a big gun for an arm. 
the other because the whole thing is all the jackalopes have prosthetics, but the prosthetics are weapons and they have different abilities. And while you would be kind of interested in it, you really can't tell what the fuck is going on. It just looks like a bunch of blah. And eventually, Yoko ends up getting a prosthetic for his left arm, which is like the super unnamed evil level C Zubba Zubba super strong prosthetic that just makes punching power. And you can't really tell what's going on. And you see them fight various other spiders. Like the first spider you see is one who turns into a pig. He's a He turns into a pig because he's greedy and he's a priest and he wants gold. Lots of gold. And then later on you find one who's like a, a doggy who turned into a fireman because, yeah, he's a fireman wants to save people. But if people aren't hurt and he can't save them, then he ends up hurting them so he can save them. Kind of a conundrum. And eventually you meet the leaders of the spiders who they have their own secret society. And then mysteriously one of the girls who's wearing, um, I forgot what the hell the name of the, it's, uh, hold on. You see a new group member of the, um, hold on. What the hell is the name of the thing? You see a new member of the group showing up who's evil, who's wearing a, uh, the hell is it called? It's called a, uh, I don't know. It's called a virgin killer is what she's wearing. Which is apparently a thing. But this new character who's like a rabbit is now helping out the evil villains called the Shigagura. And, you see? Hmm. This thing is apparently a... But, it's a sexy lingerie... It's a sweater with an open back. This thing. Huh. But anyway, so back to what we were saying. This is a... Well, let's, let, me, let me cut the, the bullshit out. I don't like this manga. And I like Dead Man Wonderland. I enjoyed the premise of it. I enjoyed how all the characters were different and intriguing. And I love manga. But this was a garbage manga. I don't know how the fuck it made more than six volumes. I really don't. I don't understand it. And some people say, oh, it's really good. It's like, I don't understand what the fuck is... I mean, I understand what's going on. I get it. And after reading it, I understand which character is which character. But I had to invest too much time trying to figure out what was going on. And the art style should be good. It should be amazing art style, and it's shitty art style. It's just all over the place, and it's not... You have 26 characters that are introduced, and you don't give a fuck about any of them. You don't. It's like, okay, so you have the the head, um, the, he the leader of the Jackalopes is the chef. And we kind of know that he's the leader because later on you find out that he's a leader. But right now you don't really know, you just know he's just the older guy that's there. Maybe he's the, the guy who says, hello, how are you doing? Welcome. Not the, he's their leader. He's their chief lieutenant. And then you have the mysterious girl who's kind of their lieutenant commander, but she looks exactly like the villain's main leader. So is it the villain or is it the main character, main good guy? We don't know. I mean, by, what is it, volume three, then we start getting more of an interesting plot because it's taking the point of view of the bad guys. But even their plot makes no fucking sense because it's like, we're going to do this because reasons. I didn't enjoy this manga. I really didn't fucking enjoy it. I generally find myself immersed and intrigued by a world. This one I didn't find intriguing or engaging or just like entertaining or, you know, it's like a, 
Like, there's series I've read where it's a train wreck, but it's an intriguing train wreck. Like, you want to see what happens. This is not that. This is dull. It's boring. And there isn't a saving grace for it. This is a take it to a priest, purify it, burn it, and then piss on the ashes. This is a shitty series. Now, if you disagree with me, you can email me at zanspocker.com and debate your reasons why you don't like it. You like it. And it's not that I didn't miss it. I get everything that's going on. I just... By the time I understood and I got it, I did not give a shit. I just, I don't think that a lot of people will enjoy this. If you want something that's mumbling and strange, you may get a kick out of it. If you like uber violence, you may get a kick out of it. But I did not. I did not find it engaging or intriguing or wonderful. Is that a little bit too negative? Uh, It was strong. But I think it, my point gets across. Yes. So. Let's get that on the mind. Remember, if you want to check out any of our earlier episodes or any of our other reviews, you can check them out at www.spirecom.com. We have over 360 different reviews of manga, so 360 different mangas and all varying types possible. You can uh, check us out on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, and let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. We're talking about that one, that only, the Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga. What is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. What I've done is I've assigned a manga title to each of the 10 slots. What we're going to do is we're going to spin whatever number it lands on. That's reviewing the next episode of the Spire and Manga Review, episode 362. And I've got to say, so we've got a very diverse group of manga here on this title. And I've got to say some I'm really intrigued by, some I'm horrified by. Let's spin to review the next episode, shall we? Whoa, okay, I did not expect this. Uh, another title that starts with Parade. Okay. So, in the next episode... So, I'll... it's themed now. It wasn't themed at all, actually. I wanted actually number one, but... So, yeah, uh, we're reviewing Gambler's Parade, a manga I talked about in our Gambler review. We're talking about different uh, gambling manga. So, hopefully that's a little bit better. I actually was looking forward to Iramakun or Jungle King Leo or Magi or Yatsuba. But oh well. But that's not how the wheel works. No, it's not, and I will not rig it. So guess this is punishment for something, but who knows? So guess that's it. Thank you guys for listening. I'll check you guys out next time. I'm your host Zan. I'm Greta. We're Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. Keep reading manga. See ya. Mm-hmm.